Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You've waited all week, and now the wait is over. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk on WEEI.com. Here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Blind Mike. Well, I think this is a magical day for us, the end of a remarkable season. And I would just like to start a cheer. Let's go Red Sox. Let's, Let's go, go Red Sox. Sox. Let's, Let's go, go Red Sox. Sox. Go Red Sox. Woohoo! We're back in the series, baby. No. That was my kind Mike impression. I, know, I was worried. I was like, oh no, what's happening? He's back. Kind Mike? No, no, no. That was an impression of kind Mike. I, of course, am not the same guy. Blind Mike's back, baby. He's back. And better than ever. Um, so, yes, uh, kind Mike sat in for me last week. Uh, sadly, uh, he's no longer with us. Uh, he, he was, uh, chasing a butterfly and, uh, ran out into the street and was hit by a bus. Wow. And, uh, the one thing kind Mike and I share in common is a lack of awareness on what's going on around us. He also doesn't see well. That's the one thing. <laughs> that's your trait. That's, that's the one thing we have in common. Yeah. Both uh, so he was hit by a bus. No, apparently kind Mike is uh, alive and active. He's on, oh. <laughs> he's on Twitter. There's a new kind, Mike. <laughs> I saw that, and uh, it made me laugh because uh, they, whoever that is is saying things that I would say. Like, right, the one, no, I thought it was you because, like... It, the one that made me laugh was um, uh, last night before the uh, the, the ALCS, uh, they tweeted, uh, who's got pennant fever? Am I right, gang? <laughs> and I was like, that one I could see myself it's saying. Exactly, it's definitely somebody, like, close to you, I feel like. like it's got to be. Th- th- it's your sense of humor. It's got to be. Yeah. Or... Unless it's uh, someone like whoever runs like Callahan forever, yeah. if they've just got a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, now I feel like part of the family. You know, right, there's a there's mastered, a Mike right. there's a blind Mike parody account. <laughs> I'm one of the gang now. You've made and it. they say this show doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but I will address. So, uh, m- more than one person brought this up to me, which I found astonishing. They listened to the uh, Kind Mike episode. It was a good episode. It was not bad. You know, he uh, we have different styles. He and I. But uh, the guy knows, knows, knows how to run a show, for sure. Seemed like uh, he started to repeat himself a lot and almost got tired of, <laughs> of the act after a while. Didn't we all? But, <laughs> but uh, Kind Mike was in, filling in for me, and multiple people after that episode asked, uh, so what did you get suspended for? <laughs> and I was like, you, you know what? I don't want to break down the fourth wall. Uh, I, oh, I was suspended. I just made up a reason why I was suspended. I was like, do you not know the who? The, that, that's me. It's me. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's really no, it's not really. I'm kidding. It's it's a different guy completely that just sounds a lot like me. Um, but yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ. No, I wasn't suspended. Right. Um, I, I there there was something brought up to me by by people, and uh, I won't get into the dirty details because I don't think they want me to. But uh, basically, and I I see their side of things um i i'm a guy at the uh the 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 very bottom of the uh the totem pole here and uh i don't think i'm gonna make any friends 
by uh, completely shitting on the the people that can advance me uh, every time I'm on here. It's not now, usually how it works. You know? Not usually. <laughs> um, now, first of all, I don't think I was doing that. Um, I didn't. I didn't think I was being absolutely brutal. I thought I was saying shit that was obviously kind of kind of a joke, kind of my opinion, a little bit of both. Um, but stuff people could could shrug off. And also, I think because uh, I go by the name Blind Mike, and because there's videos of me online with thousands of views of me making an ass of myself, um, I felt that I I, I guess I, I expect. Uh, that of others a lot, but then you realize there's people that aren't on air that didn't sign up uh, for that type of shit. So I understand that. Um, so I'll try to be a little better about it. And no one, by the way, no one told me to make this. Uh, I'll, I'll still be essentially the same guy, but uh, I won't be as as uh, volatile, I guess. I was gonna say that's probably the closest thing to an yeah. apology I've ever. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Nice. No. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> no, wait. All right. All right. Got to calm down. Um, I was told uh, that I was trying too much to be a mix of uh, Kirk Menahan and Barstool Sports, and I was like, is that really a bad thing? Look at how much money both of them are making. But whatever. Um, you know, I don't want to change who I am, but I also would like a, an actual job. So, uh if you if you will join me on this journey, folks, and see how I uh, maneuver these waters uh, into the the new territory I'm going into, I have a couple ideas, and I may need to use Caitlin for one of them. Oh uh, boy! I won't say it on air because I don't want to spoil. Oh, okay. It. But I do have an idea of a thing. So there, are, uh, it was suggested to me that we start using more guests, and. Uh, I think Caitlin may help in that. <laughs> with okay. one with Guess one on this show? with one person in particular that I would love to have on <laughs> and I think it would be a great episode. Uh but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Stay now tuned, I'm folks. Yeah. Um yeah, there's someone that I think would be very good and uh possibly much easier persuaded by the likes of Caitlin than myself. So we'll, I'm good at we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> um But let's get as as kind Mike would say, let's get into some topics. Let's do it. Um a little bit of old news now, but uh, it kind of came back with something that happened in the Red Sox game. But if you were watching the uh, Pats game Sunday night, last Sunday, you saw the horrible, oh my God, how did Tyreek Hill survive the violent assault that was done unto him Sunday evening in Foxborough? Can you believe it, Caitlin? Thank God he's still alive. It's like the man's never had a beer, like, dumped oh my, on him before. Oh my goodness. Um... Now, yeah, Tyreek Hill had a beard dumped on him in a Patriots game, and the world stood still for three days. Jesus Christ, people. I don't get why that was. I turned on either station, Monday and Tuesday, and it was all they were talking about. The Red Sox were in the ALCS. Right. <laughs> and the Patriots just won a game against a formerly undefeated team. And all they were talking about was Tyreek Hill. It was crazy to me. Um... So, here's my thoughts on it. First of all, someone brought up to me on Twitter. I thought this was bizarre. And this is almost the moment when I was like, maybe am I trying to be too much like Minahan? Because uh, some guy on Twitter, and I think... Don't let the Twitter fools get you, Mike. No, but I think I think this was a guy, like, I, I, I have so few actual fans that the ones I do have, I notice. Okay. So, people that like, like a lot of my shit or respond to a lot of my shit, I, I, I notice. Um, and one guy, I think he will, his name looks familiar. So I think it's a guy that kind of follows me okay. somewhat closely. Um, 
he said to me, uh, you know, I, I, I said the, I, I, I tweeted something like, uh, can't believe it. A guy, a drunk guy, a drunk asshole behaved like a drunk asshole at a football game. Can you, can you believe it folks? And this guy replied, uh, something, to, something to the effect of, um, then why can't you, why do you refuse to believe the Adam Jones story? Where Adam Jones heard a fan at Fenway uh, yell the N-word at him. And a lot of people don't necessarily believe that story just because no one in that section said they heard it. Right. There was no video of it. Anything. There were no other stories really of, uh, oh yeah, I hear that all the time. You know what I mean? Like, and I've been to Fenway a million times. That would spark a reaction right. <laughs> at the very Other least. Fans would have been people would be like, Jesus surprised. Christ. Yeah, right. people would at least say something mm-hmm. on Twitter or whatever. And there was nothing like that. Um, so that's why a lot of people don't believe it. Uh, but I've, I don't think I ever even gave my – certainly not on this show because I don't think it's been a story uh, since I started doing this show. So I don't think I ever really talked about it. And this guy says, why do you refuse to believe the Adam Jones story? And I said, what are you talking about? I go, when, when did I say that? And he says, well, Kirk and Callahan say it all the time and you worship them. Oh, boy. So I'm sure that that's what you think also. Oh, boy. You can't like, assume, folks. So what the fuck are you talking about? I, I said, first of all, if I agreed with everything Kirk and Jerry said, I would never acknowledge a comedy that came out after 1973. <laughs> I don't, I don't go, just blindly agree with everything they say. I respect the hell out of those guys, but I don't just, you know, go on blind faith, as it were, uh, with everything they say. That's silly. I, I disagree with a lot of their arguments, but I respect them as broadcasters, and I think they do a show the right way. That doesn't mean every opinion they have I agree with. That's nonsense. But it's also a weird move to go, oh, well, you like these guys on the radio, so I'm going to assume your opinion and right. use that as the argument. That's the Like, use it to accuse me of... Something that you've never talked about. Before. Very weird. Um, so that's when I was like, what the fuck are you... If some, so if someone did uh, yell that uh, at Fenway, and that's a true story, uh, I'd think they were... An asshole. <laughs> and that's more or less what I think of this guy at Foxborough. However, uh, I don't believe that the world should stop in either of those cases for all of us to go, oh, oh my God, can you believe it? <laughs> Someone who had too many drinks did something stupid at a public event where a lot of other people would drink. You know what I mean? Like it's right. so, so what I assume that guy at Foxborough this is what I would guess is the case. I don't think I don't think he he knows that Tyreek Hill uh, beat up his pregnant wife. He probably didn't know who it was. Allegedly, probably right. I'm guessing the guy had uh, several beers in the parking lot, several more inside the stadium. Maybe snuck a few nips, you know. Very likely, mm-hmm. I hear people do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then even maybe it came up because they were sitting so close to the sideline. Maybe it even came up with his buddies. Wouldn't that be funny if a chief came over and I dumped a beer on him? Maybe that came up in a more sober part of the evening. And then when he sees a chief trotting by, here's, here's old Johnny's time to shine. <laughs> and he throws a beer at him. That's probably what happened. We don't need to dissect that anymore and say, well, is this man a racist? Should he keep his job? <laughs> Should he be banned from the premises for the rest of his life? Which he was, right? I know he was kicked out that night, and I there was, was there was discussion of a lifetime ban. I didn't know. I wasn't sure. I'm if this, pretty sure. 
That's Curry's crazy. Officially out of That's cr- and he's a 21-year-old guy. They're all assholes. Every single one of them. I was a 21-year-old, and I've met many others. They're all dicks across the board. Especially when they're drinking. <laughs> now, does that mean the guy should be punished for the rest of his life? And then that should be, like, on... What was the story? Tyreek Hill is suing him now, I guess? I don't... Um, yeah, I think that he wanted to... He wanted... Um, it was brought up, anyways. It's either that or he wanted him to, like, face whatever legal action <laughs> Legal, legal ramification? Yeah, he was asking... For what? For hey, yeah. Tyreek, maybe let sleeping dogs lie. If glass houses, buddy. <laughs> Maybe if you're throwing punches at your pregnant girlfriend. Maybe don't go th- pointing the finger at other exactly, people. Like you... <laughs> you know, you got away with one. Maybe maybe just uh, let, let this one rest for a little while. All right, like step away from the cords. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah, right. Um, it, it, it's very silly. And I'll tell you what, I think the guy in Houston is a much bigger dick than this guy in Foxborough. Maybe this is homerism. But I see the guy in Foxborough. As a guy who said, whoa, well, Tyreek Hill's coming over here. I'm going to dump my beer on him. No, you won't, you pussy. Oh, no, I won't? Watch me. Throws that's his beer exactly at him. exactly the conversation I think they had. 100% would have. I, I have no doubt in my mind that that's exactly what mm-hmm. happened. Whereas I think the guy in Houston was a grown man who said, ooh, bully. Right. There's a baseball coming my way. <laughs> and he got in the way of the game. That's an asshole to me. Mm-hmm. I, they both are, really. But... If you're a, if you're a, if you're a grown man that can't keep his hands off of a baseball, playoff baseball, <laughs> or Ooh. or if you think this is my time to be part of Astros lore, <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna reverse Bartman this one, <laughs> then you're you're also a dick because it's like what what are you doing, man? <laughs> Just you're not part of the game. You're not one of the guys. You never will be, even if you slap the ball out of Mookie Betts' hand. Uh, so I look at that as a lot more silly and childish almost. The 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 Tyreek Hill thing, it's a shower and a load of laundry. <laughs> Tyreek Hill wasn't violently assaulted. You know what I mean? The, 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 the pompous, uh, high and mighty tweets you see on Twitter after that. And I heard, uh, I don't want to, I'm not supposed to make fun of him, but a guy in the other room right now, I heard him say on the radio, somewhere between the hours of 10 and 2 on Monday, that, <laughs> uh, you know, I think he was another one, the championing the banning for life of this guy. And said, how can you be so obtuse to do such a thing? And it's like, I don't know, because he's a 21-year-old drunk. That's how. I think that... You know? I think that Pats fans are so scared of being, like, like Philly fans. You know what I mean? Like, they don't yeah. want to have that, like, oh, we're the aggressive, like, we'll throw things at you. But we we'll are. you in the parking lot. Right. Eventually... We're gonna stop this rivalry with Philly and just embrace that we're we're Hit one. The horses we're one, baby. We are. We're essentially Philly that's able to hold it together a little better. Like Philly, oh. they just lack that instinct to keep their mouths shut and keep their batteries to themselves. We we're able to, you know, we're a little more reserved, but in our hearts, we're Philly. We're Philly trash, baby. Through and through. So, you know. Uh, I, I just hate the, 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 the condescending, talking down to fan Like, how could anyone be so foolish? I don't know, because he's a drunk 21-year-old. Lay off the guy. He probably didn't realize, too, that like he was on camera. You know what oh, I mean? no, he, he did. Was... I'm sure he did. I don't, like, 
Or maybe he didn't realize anything. I don't know how drunk the guy exactly. was. Exactly. Like, I just feel like he... That's possible. But in, there, there was something in his mind that said, like, I'm going to... He wanted attention. But I don't know. Can we fault the guy? Look, look what I'm doing right now. Talking into a microphone for something that I would later tweet out to everyone and be like, please listen. <laughs> so it's like, can I really fault the guy for wanting a little attention? Right. He just did it in a dumber way. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I look at the guy in Houston as as equally foolish. <laughs> Ooh, there's a ball coming my way. I wish I brought my mitt. <laughs> You're a grown man. Right, Let Mookie catch. And by the way, the the debate over that. Mookie would have caught that. It, uh-huh. Was it not clear to everyone else? Yeah. Like, it wasn't even close. Like, he was obviously going to catch Do that. Do you think that the guy knew the rule that, like, the Astros player was out if he messed with it at all? Do you think he knew? Or Probably. He... Yeah, I would assume so. If you can afford that se- seats that right, close and you're going to a game, that, like, I feel like you know the rules. He's definitely a baseball fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, playing, he's paying to go to a game. A lot of money, I'm guessing. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think he thought, this is, this is my time to shine, baby. I want to be the Jeffrey Mayer of the Astros. <laughs> I'm going to be a hero. Uh, and turns out that's not what happened. And uh, Joe West got the blame for making the right call, damn it. Uh, and the Astros are cheaters anyways. That was another thing. People... Got high in my. I, I was in the bathroom, Uh-oh. and they play uh, EEI here. They, they alternate stations, right. and I hear Tomasi going. Uh, oh, the Astros were definitely cheating, and it's like, hey, maybe stay away from this one, Tomasi. Mm-hmm. Remember your take on a uh, Spygate? Sit this one out, buddy. Um, but it's like, yeah, the Astros are doing some shady shit, obviously. But who, <laughs> who are we? <laughs> we defended, rightfully so. We all defended Tom Brady through the Flategate. And the Patriots through Spygate on the idea of even if they are guilty, who gives a shit? Everyone's doing it. Does it really matter? Right. So, who are we to look at the Astros and go, oh my, my stars and garters? We clutch our pearls and say, how could they? It's like, hey, our boys are doing the same type of shit. Does it really matter? Let's let this one slide. We won the series. Let's let this one slide. Let's let the other guys get away with one. That way, the next time we do it, we're not going to have to hear as much nonsense. You know? Be cool for once, guys. That's all I'm asking on this podcast. Yeah. Every week, whether it's uh, PC nonsense or this kind of stuff, can everyone just be cool for like a minute <laughs> and, be like, not, and not need to hall monitor everyone? Hey, show us your pass. Are you supposed to be in the hallway right now? Yeah. Beat it, nerd. Get off my ass. Mike was the cool kid. Yeah, I was one of, I was, I was, I was one of the cool guys, you know? No, I really wasn't. That's why I want to be one now. Let me be cool, damn it. Stop for five, this. <laughs> for five minutes. Um, and uh, the other thing was the uh, Alex Bregman. Again, people got very high and mighty about this. Um, Alex Bregman posted on his Instagram uh, just clips of Astros hitting home runs off Nathan Evaldi. And he posted that before Evaldi starred on uh, game, Tuesday. Yeah, game three. Um I thought it was funny. <laughs> That's funny. Right. I, w- I honestly wish I would be more on board. So over the summer when I was on with Gilroy, uh, I said I had no, no faith in this Red Sox team. Now, I did amend that and say, but if they prove me wrong, it's because Alex Cora did a much better job than my friend John Farrell. And it turns out I was right. Right. I don't think anyone had faith in the Red Sox before. No. Gilroy pretended Literally to. before this year. Gilroy pretended to. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's as phony as I am. Um, no, but, uh, the, I lost my train of thought. Uh-oh. The hell was I saying? Sorry. <laughs> God damn it, Caitlin. <laughs> um, 
No, uh, 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 Alex Bregman. The, re- the, right. the reason, uh, the reason I, I, I kind of didn't like this team. Uh, I didn't believe they were clutch. I didn't believe they had any heart. And I said, other than maybe like Chris Sale and Rick Porcello, it doesn't seem like they have anyone that that cares. There's no personalities on this team. Um, now I don't think that's true. You saw a little bit of their personality when they taunted uh, the Yankees after the after that series. Mm-hmm. Um, Stuff like that. So maybe they have a little more personality, and I think that's got a lot to do with Cora. But honestly, I'd like a guy like Alex Bregman. Trash talking. Hey, look at that. That's the hey, name, that's the name of the show. Uh, I, I think there, there needs to be more of that in sports. Trash talk. Fridays on <laughs> WEI.com. Uh, Subtle plug. But I, I really believe – so what I think is that the Red Sox should have been annoyed at that. Nathan Evaldi should have been pissed. It should have motivated him. Which obviously it did, um, and the Astros should be saying, "What the hell are you doing? You don't you don't poke a bear. You poke a bear, you might get bit." And, and my, my Alex Bregman poked a bear. That sounds like great advice. Yeah. So those two groups should have that reaction to something like that. But us, as fans or uh, people in the media, I don't get why we're like supposed to be offended by it. Like, you know, I take I take it back. Even fans, I get the idea of rooting for a team and, and being like, ah, fuck Alex Bregman. Screw him. Let's go kick his ass. I get that. But I don't get the people in the media who don't have a, really have a dog in the fight. You know, like Felger and Maz. Ma- Maz obviously doesn't root for the Red They They want misery. They want the Red Sox to lose in the World Series so they can bitch about someone. They can call David Price a loser. Or say Alex Cora is overrated, or whatever they'll whatever spin they'll put on it. Uh, they prefer negativity because it's good for their ratings and more power to them. But I don't get the idea of Maz or someone like that looking at what Alex Bregman did and going, "Why? Why would you do that? We should be celebrating that." <laughs> because the reason we have no personality in sports anymore is because every time someone shows an ounce of personality, ooh, no, no, back to train, back to sensitivity training for right. you. No, no, no. How dare you? And that's why we, we created Bill Belichick. <laughs> really. Like, for all the people that bitch about Bill Belichick, we created that. Because Bill Belichick looked at it and said, anything I say could be spun into bulletin board material for the other team or a distraction for my guys or whatever. So now I'm going to say nothing. And I'm going to be a complete dick about it. And then the media complains about that. And then when Alex Bregman says, we're going to beat the shit out of the Red Sox. Here's a few clips of us bashing Nathan Navaldi. We all go, oh, why would you do something like that? No, no, no. He should be celebrated by the media, if no one else. Right. Makes things a little interesting. Yeah. His teammates should be pissed because it's like, why why give Nathan Navaldi and the rest of the team any extra motivation? Why give the team with 108 wins extra motivation? That I get. But, you know, it seems a little uh, phony of the media to be so outraged by it when... It's great for business. Not only does it add something to talk about, but it it adds that competitive aspect to the next game. Yeah, it made it so. Yeah, it made it more interesting, and then it made the win bigger. So yeah. And then uh, David Price. Right. Then something is, that added. This is the other thing last night. <laughs> David Price pits great. Why? Why? Why are we supposed Shockingly. to? Why are we supposed to like regret everything we said? But I hate the people. I don't know if. Uh, Pete Abraham, I'd, I'd have to check Pete Abe's Twitter. 
I, I forget if I'm blocked or that creep. <laughs> he blocks and unblocks me so often. I forget. I, I don't know where I stand right now. So I don't know if I can check it or not. But a guy like Pete Abraham who like defends David, Pre- like last night, someone like that would be out. Like, uh, and I heard this on, uh, I saw this on Twitter, where they're like, uh, "See all you bullies who are bashing David Price. How do you feel now? How do you like those apples, Buster? You big bully." I feel exactly the same as I did before. You paid a guy thirty-one million dollars a year. He was garbage for three years. Terrible in the playoffs. We had to get up and cheer for him when he leaves the game after four and two thirds. Hey, we're not losing, David. At a boy, that's the highest-paid guy on your team. So we criticized him. Maybe threw a few boos out there. Why now? Because he finally did his job. Are we supposed to say, oh, David, we're so sorry. Can you ever forgive me? No, we expected him to do his job. Don't, don't regret anything you said about David Price, folks. Even if he wins all four World Series games. <laughs> because you were right. Don't question yourself. You were right about David Price. Now, if he continues to pitch well, and you continue to criticize him, then you're wrong. <laughs> but before yesterday, he did nothing to prove you wrong. Ever. Ever once. He was a bum. He's a loser. As I said on Twitter so perfectly, so eloquently, some people are just losers. And David Price is a loser. Last night he wasn't. Last night he finally, finally. Caitlin, I apologize. I've never had a female in the studio, so I apologize. This is too graphic for you. Let it out. David Price stuck his hand down his pants. He searched around for a pair of nuts. And finally, last night he found them. That should be celebrated. But not, let's not go over the top. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the guy, it didn't, he, he, he didn't throw a perfect game. He pitched very well in the World Series. He pitched about as well as you would expect a guy making $31 million a year who's won a Cy Young to pitch. That's basically how good he pitched last night. So let's not go over the top with uh, licking those nuts that David Price found. Um, what do we have for time, Caitlin? I feel like I've been shorter these last couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, 25. That, see, that's the time it should be. I feel like you, you rein me in. Yeah? Me and Jared would uh, get off on tangents. Yeah, too much fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we, it, was, it was a bow of laughs in here. <laughs> and with you, it's not that. And I really, you know, I really like that. No, uh, I, th- this is like the time. Sh- we should keep it like about a half an hour. Yeah. I kind of like that. Um, especially when there's not a ton to talk about. You know? There's not a, it's all uh, Red Sox are in the World Series. The Celtics are starting. It's all... It's all uh, rose petals around here. So we Everyone's too happy. Yeah. Kind Mike really rubbed off on me. Uh-huh. Shorter shows with kind, with kind Mike's influence. The Celtics are back, too. But uh, really nothing happened there. I mean, they yeah. look good. Nothing. Gordon Hayward looks good. Nothing, uh, nothing to complain about. Yeah. I'm the- trying to think. What will we have? Oh! <laughs> I will complain about the, uh, the TBS broadcast. Thank God they're over. Who's Never- doing the World Series? Uh, Joe Buck and John, Sh- John oh, Smoltz, boy. I believe. They, uh, God, I thought Eckersley was supposed to be in the booth for the ALCS. Maybe it was just in Boston, but I don't remember hearing him in Boston either. No. I thought Eckersley was supposed to be in the booth, but he certainly wasn't. <laughs> um, so we're left with Brian Anderson and Ron Darling, and boy, is it's quite the bro- combo. Oh, you know what else I meant to talk about is uh, you got time, Mike. You got Monday time. Night Football. Um, thank God I remembered this because I wanted to hype up my boy. Who follows me on Twitter, by the way? Ooh. Pat McAfee. 
Ooh. Both uh, ex Barstool employees, rogue podcasters now. Um, Aren't we all? <laughs> uh, it's amazing to me. I heard Richard Deitch, the uh, uh, media critic for Sports Illustrated, he was on with uh, Callahan and uh, Mutt last week, and they asked him about the Monday Night Football team. Monday Night Football is getting a lot of uh, a lot of flack. I thought the now I'll admit now that I finally thought of something that I was bringing up the TBS broadcast to kill time. They were okay. <laughs> they were whatever. We're sorry, TBS. They were boring. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> they were boring as hell. I thought it was funny. Felger said, I heard Felger the other day say, uh, he goes, you know, TBS is really great at putting on a broad. He goes, I love their, their pre and post game. They, they, they do a great job with it. I mean, I don't really like Gary Sheffield, and Jimmy Rollins does nothing for me, but Pedro does a great job. And I looked at the TBS broadcast. It's Jimmy Rollins, it's Gary Sheffield, and it's Pedro. Right. So I was like, you don't really like the broadcast. You like Pedro. Pedro. (laughs) What the hell are you talking about? Um, But yeah, Pedro's good. And the other two are, Sheffield sounds like a dope, kind of. Um, But whatever. Monday Night Football. That broadcast is so bad. Joe Tessitore has like a a great voice. And I think if there was a good color guy on there, you'd be able to ignore him. You'd be able to just, you know, hear him for what he is. But he's very boring. And I heard Richard Deitch say... Uh, that Jason Witten, like, yeah, Jason Witten doesn't really give a lot of insight. He's not very good so far. But remember, ESPN said when they hired him uh, that this is a hire for the future. And, and I, I don't, I what don't. What does that mean? Right. I, I, I don't think I don't remember Callahan calling him out on. It. I, I expected a Callahan. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is he talking about? And I, I, I was surprised they didn't call him out because I was like, what the hell does that mean? It's not like he's a, you know, a twenty-one-year-old ball player. <laughs> He's a guy who played in the NFL, and now he's in the booth. You don't wait ten years for these guys to get good. I thought it was a bizarre. Right, there's so many other people. Comment. That, yeah. But then, so I've been listening to uh, the Pat McAfee show and uh, Heartland Radio 2.0, uh, Pat McAfee's podcasts, and they're really good, and he's really funny. Um, and he know I think if you were gonna put him in the booth, you might want a more analytical guy like. Uh, Teddy Bruschi or I don't know. So I'm just trying to think of someone more or Matt Hasselbeck maybe. Someone who's a little more analytical but can still like goof around with him. But Pat McAfee obviously knows his stuff. Um and he's really funny. And it's just amazing to me. Time and time again, every every hire they make, ESPN proves that they want to be, you know, PC and safe. They don't really care about being interesting or entertaining. Um and it's amazing to me cuz Pat McAfee's from the, the little I've listened so far, he's not a guy that says, you know, fuck the industry, blah, blah, blah. He's very willing to be on a national broadcast. Like, it seems like like if, if CBS or Fox or ESPN came calling, he'd take that job, absolutely. I think he'd be so good on Monday Night Football. And that kind of goes to the idea I had where it's like you kind of have a, a G-rated broadcast and an R-rated broadcast. Where guys can say whatever they want. I think Pat McAfee would like be the perfect mix of both. Because I, I mean, he's not dumb enough to curse on the air. I don't think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> God forbid. God forbid people hear a no-no word on their broadcast on cable. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, Pat McAfee has been around long enough to kind of know his, know his stuff as far as broad as far as the rules of broadcasting. Um, I think he'd be very good, and it's it's unbelievable to me that. Uh, a place like ESPN, who's struggling. I think Monday Night Football is not... I mean, it's the NFL, so obviously it does okay. Or it does well. 
but not as well as it used to. Monday Night Football used to be an event. Right. Used to be a big when I was a kid it used to be like a thing. And now it's like an afterthought. Will it come it's a, back it's a football after, afterthought. Will it come back after baseball's done, do you think? Or No. 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 I mean it, it's they put boring games on Monday night. That's part of it. But it's also like the broadcast is boring. Everything about it is just boring now. Um at least you know, Al Michaels and Chris Collins were they're good. Love them or hate them. They're both good at their jobs whereas that broadcast is just ugh, boring. So that's my advice to you, SPN. Hire Pat McAfee, damn it. And give gonna, me some credit. Are you going to be his campaign manager? Yes, I'm trying to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm lobbying. This is the start. I'm lobbying for Pat McAfee. Started here. To get on Monday Night Football. Uh, I got you back, bro. Former Barstool buddies, we got to stick together. As long as he follows. If he unfollows me on Twitter, we're done. <laughs> if there was another ca- uh, uh, b- backup has-been that did that. Scott Zolak. He's dead to me. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. You can listen to that in another episode. <laughs> but uh, for now, we leave you this week, but not before we tell you um, to, as always, subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> I can't iTunes. speak. See, if we get over a half an hour, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> subscribe on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Say something nice. Say, oh, that Mike, he's such a sweet boy. Or whatever you want to say. I don't want you know, to write it for you. Be creative. Uh, give us a five-star rating, positive review, if you like the show. If not, I'm not going to twist your arm. And uh, tell your friends about us. and uh, Or you can listen on WEI.com. And uh, as the outro will say, the Radio.com app, but that is a lie because we are not on there. So don't go looking for us. Uh, I think we are under, like, the WEI podcast, but we don't have our own page. Just more disrespect for a poor disabled boy. See you next week, gang. You've been listening to Trash Talk with Blind Mike. Hear it again on WEEI.com, iTunes, and the Radio.com app. Tune in next week for another edition of Trash Talk, a presentation of WEEI.com. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 